Dan and Corey here, welcoming you into Libservative. The great fundamental issue now before our people. Surprise. Surprise. Check it out. <laughs> Surprise, motherfuckers. So I'm not Dan. This it's in, in case anyone didn't realize, this in fact is not Dan. Uh we here we have uh Steve the Serb with us tonight, special guest. And uh I should have put Serb in quotations because it's kind of this inside joke that we were gonna let the whole audience in on. Uh Steve was the respondent or the uh on the receiving end of a uh, racist tirade. <laughs> and I figure you can uh, explain that a little bit. I guess introduce yourself and then tell people how. <laughs> I'm Steve the Serb. <laughs> um, well, like I was telling you, it was uh, it was on a Facebook group uh, for this true crime podcast I follow. I don't want to name it because I don't want to give this troll like their 15 minutes of fame you know what i mean right but uh she could be an older woman or just a fake account and she's uh she's a bible thumper in a group of people that are tolerant of religion but not really religious so uh she called um she called she kept calling the bible the inerrant word of god while belittling other people so I pointed out some problematic things with the Bible, and um, she told me she would not be condescended to by a Serb. <laughs> and I thought it was pretty funny. I was actually impressed. I didn't know she could tell like my family name is. Well, oh, that that's the funniest part, guys. Yeah. Is Steve is actually Serb? He's actually Ser- he's Serbian. Yeah, well, American, but <laughs> American by birth. With birth. <laughs> <laughs> Damn straight, motherfucker. Oh, These yeah. colors don't run. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I'm here and, and I'm helping Steve through this troubled time of being viciously attacked. Me and Dan, me and Steve, I, I'm sorry, I'm probably going to call you Dan oh, so many times tonight, Steve. And I apologize. And uh, yeah, we're actually drinking some new whiff whiskey, new riff whiskey. I'm going to get Steve just completely just obliterated on the show, you know. Well, I hope not. I don't drink a lot anymore. So. I know you don't. He's no, actually this is actually his first time drinking in three years. He was off the wagon. He has to turn in his three year chip. That's just. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. So if you're just joining the show, welcome to the Observative. We are found on all your social media and podcast platforms. You can find us on Facebook at Libservative. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Libservative Pod. We are on Twitch at Libservative Pod. You can reach out to us directly at LibservativePod at gmail.com. And you can read all of our transcripts on Libservative Podcast at WordPress.com. And I have yet to make a TikTok video. And I'm still going to call Dan up for not doing it either, even though it's, he's not even here. If you're watching Dan, tisk tisk. But yeah, Dan's up north gallivanting around. Oh yeah, so like, follow, and share, subscribe, tell a friend. Dan's uh, out gallivanting in the woods right now. So I had to bring on a good friend of mine here, Steve. Me and him have known each other for a few years, and we're usually spending lunch together just bitching about politics. So I figured, let's get this on camera and have a good time. 
it'll be just like our, our lunchtime. And can I just say something real quick? Yeah. Uh, you know, you and, uh, you and Dan have been doing a really good job. Um, so I thought I, I'd, uh, give you a little gift. Oh, yeah. Go ahead and uh, open that up. Oh, fucking phenomenal. So for the people that are just listening, it is a AOC action figure. Oh, God. Why is it ages 14 plus? Why is someone under 14 not able to enjoy AOC? Oh, yeah, they probably don't like her either. It's ripped. They're like, who the fuck is this asshole? I played the song Celebrate, you can't hear it. <laughs> oh, that's fucking phenomenal. Your mascot now. Yeah, it's going to have to sit right up here. I'm going to open it. Yeah, go ahead. You can, you know, pretend she's getting arrested. And- <laughs> does it come with it? It even comes with invisible handcuffs, Steve. There you go. <laughs> See, I knew you'd like it. Oh, that's fucking great. I'm going to put her... Oh, her legs don't bend. Oh, they don't? No. Oh, I'm going to go like... The, her earrings move, though. I'm going to go different. just like... Her arms move. Yeah, this. they look like they do. She's going to sit right there you go. here. We're, we're joined by AOC. AOC so, is here. We have two special guests tonight, guys. moment for your show. Yeah. AOC. Look at that. <laughs> look at that smile. <laughs> Even her doll, though, is easy on the eyes. Actually, no, it's not. That's a very vicious look, Steve. Yeah, they they did a really poor job, and I can't tell if they did it on purpose or not. I don't know. There you go. God damn it. Fortunately, her arms don't bend back far enough. That's right. She's never arrested in real life anyway. (laughs) That's awesome. Well, all right. This show is already off to a great start. So, Steve. First thing is first. All right. Congress uh, actually did something. Yeah, I heard. They actually went and passed a bill about same-sex marriage. And I had the article pulled up, and now I cannot oh, find it. Um, oh, here it is. I'm on Bloomberg right now. Okay. So... Bipartisan marriage equality vote marks a breakthrough. The House passage of the Respect for Marriage Act underscores that Congress, not the courts, is where social issues should be debated. And you know what? Honestly, I like I didn't even read this article until I'm looking at it right now. And that's actually a phenomenal way to put it. That Congress should just be doing its fucking job. Yeah. That we don't need that we don't need fucking the the judicial branch to do every single thing. Oh, Bloomberg, fuck you. Don't you dare. Don't you dare put a fucking paywall on this. Oh no. But so what pisses me off, though, is there's 157 votes that were still against this. And I promise you that they're not Republicans. <laughs> I don't think they are. Sure and then that? what was the, uh, yeah, I, on this one, sure, like Manchin, I don't think is voting on, uh, is going to be going against just gay marriage. But if it's anything to do with coal. And then what was the other one? The contraceptives, Contraception, right? Contraception, yeah. Which, uh, what was it, like 195 Republicans voted against it? Something like that. Which I don't absolutely understand at all because of the fact that, like, if you want abortions to go down, then you should be pro 
contraceptives, right? Yeah, you would think so. You would think so. Oh, God. But these people, they get so wrapped up in their fucking party pandering bullshit that, like, they don't want to vote on any of this stuff. But then, like, what was his face? Here, one second. I have it right here. Um, Representative Glenn Thompson. Now, he actually voted against the same-sex marriage. Right. And then... <laughs> That weekend, he went to his gay son's wedding and said he was so happy to have a new son. Isn't that phenomenal? And it is. And it's just, it's insane to me, the hypocrisy and how these people are just all about just not even voting their conscience, just about getting what will make their base vote for them. And it's a thing that's like kind of actually a thing that we've seen like a disease we've seen in politics all the time. Like you look at Joe Biden for 47 years, he insulated himself right in the center of the party. And that's how he survived for 47 years. He literally fucking sat there voting on whatever like the whim was of the party. 1994, block, 1994, lock up black people. If they have a little, in, little gram size of a quarter of crack, they go to prison for five years. Except, except my son. Except my son. My son doesn't do that yet. And then, and then and it's something. So for me, someone personally, that really hurts. And I actually mentioned in my uh, my monologue last week because of the fact that like I've seen firsthand what drugs can do to people and like what the judicial system can do when they get their hands on them when they don't have their dad as the vice president of the company or the country. When your dad's the vice president of the country and you have a crack addiction, then you get to go work at a at a company called Verisma that's pretty corrupt in Ukraine, make 50 grand a month. What's this uh, guy's name who went to his gay son's wedding? Glenn, Glenn Thompson. I wonder what his son thought about his recent vote. You know, I don't know. I wonder, yeah, I wonder like what the, I wonder what the topic of conversation when everyone was all wasted sitting think, around the dance floor. Yeah. How do you think he explained that to his kid? Like, you know, Oh, I got to own the, the libs so that's just why i voted that way come on son you know you're safe you know you're safe you're already married i thought uh i thought republicans were supposed to be all about um freedom marriage well freedom but marriage and family values and except if you're gay except unless it makes you uncomfortable what do you think aoc no yeah what's your uh opinion (laughs) (laughs) go ahead take your time she'll go to a protest for it get arrested again yeah oh man well also though congress passed this really big bill the the chips bill you know it's uh the chips i think what is it called it's just chips bill oh yeah tell me about it um it's not chips the show no the 80s cop show and that was a good show. It was. I remember being a little kid loving that I fucking show. All I can remember show. of it, yeah. All I remember is them riding. Riding <laughs> motorcycles. Riding motorcycles. Yeah, this is fucking cool. And I'm like, why is it called chips? When are they eating chips? <laughs> oh, no. It was so what it was. Uh, <clears throat> it stood for something, right? Yeah, something highway and something, sir. Maybe. I don't know. I was a little kid. Yeah, go ahead and Google that. I want to see yeah. that. Um, but yeah, so this chips bill passed, which is actually, actually fucking pretty good i think for the country it's uh it's the chips plus bill and so what this bill is going to do it's uh it's helping give a bunch of money to help subsidize and uh innovate our chips industry here because everything has been so bastardized and over and sent overseas to be done in countries that 
at any moment could be brought into a war, which is bad for our military. And that's probably why a lot of Republicans voted for it. Yeah. Um, but so what it's going to do is it's going to bring up, it's going to, let me see if I can find the actual number, but it's what it's going to do is it's going to incur roughly $79 billion in new spending over the coming decade, but it will likely be much larger and spend a total of 280 billion. Now, what this money is going to do, it's going to, it is going to go to corporations and stuff. And, you know, and I usually I'm a person that's against corporate welfare and corporate subsidies, but there are guardrails on this. And what it's going to do is of the 50, and like a key provision in this bill, I'm on Yahoo Finance right now. Right. Uh, the key provision in this bill is 50 billion for chip makers. Of those funds, 39 billion are earmarked to build, expand, and moderate or modernize domestic facilities for chip making. The remainder 11 billion is set aside for research and development. And this money appears designed to alleviate a rift that had been developing between semiconductor companies like Advanced Micro Devices, Qualcomm, and NVIDIA, which has focused on designing but not manufacturing these crucial chips and were worried about being left out. So what these companies have been doing, like we were designing the best and greatest chips here in America, <clears throat> but then we're just getting them built overseas. So it's not creating jobs here. Right. So what this is doing is trying to set up guardrails to build them in-house and and things like that. Like elsewhere in the bill, there's a 4.2 billion that will help fund other areas of the industry, like workforce training, defense initiatives, future innovation, and for the US mobile broadband market. So what we're initially trying to do is we're trying to bring all the jobs home. And so last week on the show, if you listen, we talked about how there's already an appetite to bring jobs home, that 90% of CEOs overseas in China are looking to bring their companies elsewhere because of their super crazy draconian authoritarian laws on things like COVID. And we also see a hundred percent, hundred and sixteen percent percent increase in manufacturing jobs being built here. So things like this, coupled with an environment of wanting to bring jobs home, all this is going to do is help this. So this is good, Biden. Yeah, this is promising. This is promising. Yeah, I like it. And what's nice about it is there are guardrails. And let me see if I can find it real quick. Um, I just read about the guard. Oh, yeah. The bill is also set to restrict semiconductor companies' activities banning new work in specific countries that present a national security threat to the United States. The language is clearly aimed at China, which has been moving to bolster its semiconductor industry as well. And then another thing I read about this is uh, they're not allowed to use this money for stock buybacks, which is one of the biggest things for me. Yeah. Now, I wish this money had more guardrails to keep it in-house and not make sure these companies aren't trying to send jobs overseas and things like that. But... Not everything is going to be perfect and not everything goes in the right direction. And then like, like, and even Bernie Sanders came out and attacked it actually. Cause he said, essentially it's a blank check at a time when semiconductor companies are making tens of billions of dollars in profits and paying their executives exorbitant amount of compensation packages. And so I was thinking about that and we're kind of in this position to where it's like these other countries, like when we're in a globalized economy, some companies that are vital to our infrastructure, our way of life, and have the potential to create well-paying jobs here. We're at a disadvantage because we expect to be paid more. Right. We have the highest standard of living of any of one of the highest standards of living in any country in the world. Of course. Yeah. A company like or a country like China, they don't need to give government subsidies. Their subsidy is cheap labor. 
yeah. and lack of regulations on businesses. Right. So unfortunately, to compete with that, we might have to pick go into our pocketbooks a little bit. I'm okay with my tax dollars going in the right direction to help people with like to help innovate and stifle and create us having cutting edge technologies yeah. and things that'll help me in my daily living. I don't like it when they use that money for stock buybacks and things like that. But it's bills like this that actually give you a little bit of a, oh, thank fucking God, there actually, there's someone actually at the wheel doing something. Yeah, yeah, no. I like that if they don't fuck it up. Which we know there will be a lot of fuck-ups oh, in it, I'm be. sure. I'm expecting it already, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it will. But you know what? Right now, it looks but like we're going to actually yeah. be trying to bring the jobs home. No, right now, I'm happy about it. I'll take that win. California Highway Patrol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle is always coming Patrol. through with the, <laughs> with the clutch answers to questions that we don't have. Did, didn't they make a movie? Like a new, they movie? did. It had uh, Dax or something. What's that That's guy's right. name? Dax Shepard yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then uh, Eric Pena. I didn't watch it. Which Eric Pena actually thought was fucking hilarious in the movie. We are, we are was it We Are Cops? Or we are the police, or something like that. It's 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 a fucking hilarious movie. I'll have to have out this okay. find it and have you watch it because it's right. like a it's a hit or a miss. Some people like it, some people don't. On to the next. Oh, yeah, what's next? Um, this actually is probably gonna be a little bit of a short show. Probably. By the way, guys, uh, Steve doesn't have much to say. Wow, I mean, AOC. I'm waiting for her to jump in and. <laughs> Was a wasn't for the last. I thing. fucking love this thing so much, Steve. <laughs> it was worth it. I thought you would like it. D- didn't um, didn't something happen with the the chip bill, um, recently uh, with a certain representative, like something a little shady, or is that something? Oh! I didn't make a banner for it, but I did forget about it. So when this chip bill was going into place, yeah, I was waiting for you to say it. Good old uh, Nancy Pelosi, her husband dropped six figures, no, seven figures, into a company called Nvidia that I actually just mentioned as one of the companies that's going to be a a a, uh, receiver of some of these. Eleven billion dollars, seventy nine billion dollars. Was it two hundred seventy nine over? 10 years or whatever. Yeah. So he went and spent, uh, he went and spent millions of dollars on NVIDIA stock, knowing that this bill was probably going to go through. Son of a bitch. I'm going to see if I could find the video of her, which of a press, uh, of, of someone in the press asking her, Has your, did your husband do this or whatever? And yeah. she goes, oh, um, <laughs> yeah. And she just doesn't really answer it. And she then just says, no, no, he would never or something. And then just walks away. Yeah. Pelosi flees podium after answering question about husband. Oh, and of course, there's a freaking ad. Oh, come on. Maybe I should just pay for the subscription to YouTube so I don't have to see that it's shit. YouTube? Yeah, it's going to oh, be on YouTube. YouTube. I'm YouTube pulling it up. Cheap. I love YouTube Premium. All right, here it is right here. You ready for this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here she is being asked. And, I, you know, full disclosure, I don't know if this was supposed to be the last question to be asked in her little press conference. But she suspiciously... Just fucking scoots off as soon as 
soon <laughs> as someone asks her about this question. So here it is right here. Let me turn this up a little bit. Turn it up. What's your career? Has your husband ever made a stock purchase or sale based on information you've received from you? No. Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> and then that's it. And then that's it. And end of conversation. That's the end of conversation. I don't want to hear this person any questions. But that's 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 the part I wanted. That yet again, Pelosi, who has been in the hot seat lately for all of these stock trade deals, uh, is just making millions of dollars on these deals that she's pushing through in her house and her husband, who is gonna have to. He probably should use that money for a lawyer for his DUI. Uh, well, actually, no, he didn't have to because of the fact that he knew he was gonna make a shit ton more money. It didn't take long for uh, something negative to happen with this bill. You yeah, know? just rich people getting richer off of yeah, it. Well, exactly. you knew that was going to happen. Oh, such bullshit. Um, and then... Yeah, I couldn't believe that when you told me earlier today. Well, I could believe it. Right, yeah. I'm like, not really surprised. It's, it's like, come on, man. That's been happening a lot lately. A lot of these uh, politicians are being exposed for... You know, um, buying or selling stock when they know something's about to happen. Yeah, yeah, no. You, there's a there's a Twitter page actually you can follow. It's called Unusual Unusual Whales, and all they do is they make their trading recommendations based on what Congress people do. Really, and more people do better than not. <laughs> Followed that. Earlier. Yeah, Unusual Whales. Oh, they're all pissed. All those congressmen are pissed. And like, here we are trying to pass things like the Stock Act, and then the ones who are in charge of trying to push these bills through are the ones like Pelosi, or our own hometown hero of, uh, what's his name, Gary Peters. All of them have money in Raytheon, and all of these different companies that are over there making hand over fist money, buku bucks in Ukraine. Did you uh, ever hear, um, I think it was Dan Crenshaw, I, he, I believe he defended that, like, um, you know, buying stock. Oh, the- yeah. Well, how are we supposed to make our money? How yeah, are we supposed yeah, to make yeah. a living? Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. What, come on, man. What, Listen here, Jack. Come on, man. <laughs> what, how much? Uh, how much does the center to make? They make a decent amount of money already. I think they make right. like two hundred fifty k a year or something like that. But on top of that, they get all this money for uh, like their staff and wardrobes and yeah, all of sorts of stuff shit. like that. We don't need that crap anymore. You like Maybe this whiskey, Steve? I'm drinking mine a lot well, faster than you. Well, are. I have, yeah. Well, I have to pace myself because I'm gonna get drunk. If I, I know. I want. I want. I want. I want to get drunk. I want a sloppy serve on my show. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna be slurring my words by the end of the episode. Okay. You mean like me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, at the end of every episode. <laughs> I don't know, dude. There's an episode. So, uh, I think it's three or four episodes back. We were talking about. Uh, like the trans community and stuff like that. And I had to get so straight half in the bag for that conversation. Cause it's such a tricky conversation full of landmines that by the end of the show, yeah. I was just speaking in cursive. My words were all, <laughs> all my words and letters were connected. I mean, it was literally just a 45 minute run on sentence. <laughs> Did you ever uh, black out during the show and like not realize it till later? Like so that show actually, I listened to it the next day and I'm just sitting there like, cause I always try to listen to the show the next day to give myself little notes and stuff about myself. And I'm listening to it and I'm like, my God, Corey, shut the fuck up. I just kept going <laughs> and going. You? And oh yeah. my God. Oh yeah. I, I knew it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm going to have to find that episode and listen to it. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, 
I don't follow politics as closely as you just because it drives me crazy. Oh, yeah. I, I, I have an outlet. I can sit here and just bitch about this well, stuff. I usually get a lot of my news from you anyway. So. Oh, boy. You need you need more than one outlet than well, me, homie. Oh, I, <laughs> I pay attention, but like usually usually I hear stuff from you first. And, um, and when I don't, I just don't tell you about it. And then you tell me, and I'm like, yeah, Corey, I already know. You do that all the time to me. I'm like, oh, did you hear about this? You're like, like, yeah, you act like it's old news. <laughs> well, yeah. I keep See, I've known about that, Corey. You I, fucking idiot. <laughs> I keep up occasionally. And then, uh, what was I going to say? I don't know. That also lost happens track. a lot. Lost, oh, track. Yeah, lost track. Um. So on to the next. I got one for you. Right, we, yeah. we touched base on this last week. Okay. And then uh, we're going to touch base on it again. And that it is the Democrats are, in fact, the biggest donors to the fringe Republicans. Yeah, you're telling me about this earlier. What could possibly go wrong? Well, tell me more about it because I don't know. I just know the basics. They're just funding um, Repu- like fringe Republicans because they think they'll lose, right? Well, yeah. So what the, what their, what their strategy is, is they're outspending these fringe Republicans themselves and making campaigns to paint, uh, the mainstream Republicans as non mega people or people who are, uh, not conservative enough. And they're making all these different like campaign, uh, uh, fucking advertisements and stuff to try to disparage the ones that could have a good run against them in the uh, general. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to prop up all the crazies in the primaries, hoping that when these crazies come up against them in the general, that their Democrats can beat them. Now, it might be an okay strategy if your Democratic Party has a decent approval rating. But when you're in the 30%, that sounds like a lot of people are going to vote for an upturned mop with a broom hand or an upturned mop with a fucking bucket on its head to get away from you. And so they're literally handing all of these seats over to fucking wild ass uh, stone election cutards, basically. And it's. It's, it's happened before. So in the 60s, there was, in California, there was this moderate Republican that was running against a Democrat, and the Democrats thought that he might beat them. So they propped up a more far-right-leaning person to to beat them, try to beat them in the general, and guess what? They lost, and that person was Ronald Reagan. And when Ronald Reagan came into the presidency, he was pretty much the end to the whole New Deal saga that was about 50 years long. You know, remember yeah. he was a he was a union buster. Oh, I remember. He's yeah. he took our economic policy and made us where we were uh, uh, international, like a loaning country to a borrowing country. Like he did a lot of shit like that. Yeah, and he helped destroy the middle class. Yeah, in the long run, like he planted the seeds for it. Yeah, elaborate on that. On uh, okay, let's see. The whiskey's getting to me already. Good. Um. <laughs> Okay, well, there's the the trickle down economics, right? Um, bullshit Laffer curve. Fucking bullshit. Uh, the idea that um, cut taxes for the rich so they have more wealth, and they're gonna get so rich that all that money will trickle down to us. But that's been proven um, 
you know, not to be the case. Because they just stored in offshore accounts and they yeah. just put the money aside. Exactly. Yeah, just pocket the money, which, you know, I guess I don't blame them, you know. But if uh, I was, yeah, if I was born with a silver spoon <laughs> in my mouth. Uh, let's see, what else did he do? Um, like you said, union busting. He fired uh, all those uh, airline workers that were part of a union. Do you remember that? Yeah. I mean, we weren't, I don't think, I don't think I was alive for that, but uh, yeah, he just straight up fired them and, uh, you know, made union busting the norm. Um, I don't know. Why don't you add one in? So there was the Laffer curve. He, uh, he kneecapped the budget to make it into a deficit. Um, I didn't know that one. Yeah. Because when he made, we made a tax cut, we went from a lending nation to a, uh, a borrowing nation. Oh wait, I, that does sound familiar. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He did a bunch of stuff to prop everything up in the short term, which it did. We were yeah. in a we were in a uh, in a, a high inflation time when he got elected. Um, we were in a recession. I think a lot of things were kind of like how they are now. So I understand the move. Mm-hmm. You you cut that in half, and he did. He made the country boom, and a lot of people that were in the middle class did benefit from it. But the problem is, it just gave so much unfettered like movement where the rich people they realized real quick that hey now that we're not paying taxes we don't have to pay our employees because that's or we don't have to do R&D or do anything like that because companies are taxed on their net not their gross and if they're just taxed at such a little amount they can just and then they can just hide the money overseas yeah <clears throat> and yeah that's actually something that came up and i'm gonna me and dan i'm gonna talk to dan we're gonna elaborate more on the uh the rebranded build back better plan but a part of it actually puts a 15 percent minimum income tax in all the big companies like the big corporations not small businesses but like big corporations there's gonna be a 15 percent minimum corporate tax on them which i'm actually phenomenal with it's gonna be trending in all the development world. There's a uh, at the G7 summit they made an international thing where there's gonna be a 15% tax on companies and all the all the countries involved in the G7. So it's not gonna be something that's gonna be a disadvantage for our country. Um, so it's it's something that I'm all for. I just think you know I just think that someone who's making eight more zeros after their pay than I am a year, they should not be paying less taxes than me. I agree. I don't think we should tax billionaires out of existence, which I know you disagree with. Wow. You goddamn leftist. All I told you before (laughs) was I just think I don't think anyone needs to be a billionaire. And um, I I don't think any billionaire becomes a billionaire by uh, working hard. And you're you're right. And my thing is I've always said, like, I'd rather have a million millionaires than 10 billionaires. Same here. Like, you know. Just to be clear, I don't think like all rich people are evil or anything. I just think it'd be healthier for uh, the working class to have like a adversarial relationship with uh, you know rich people as well as like corporations and our politicians. You know, yeah. Uh, I just think you know that's the healthiest uh, road to take. Absolutely. Sense. Yeah. Oh, you're absolutely right. It's just, yeah, it's just uh, like a free market is money moving, not all moving up to the top. Yeah. Well, a, tr- a true healthy economy is money moving all over the place, not just all of it, just continually rising to the top and then sitting up there where we all just get breadcrumbs. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're when the economy was the strongest in our country, uh, income taxes were at like 70% on the up and the very, very, very rich. Oh, and that, and that goes back to what I was saying is how companies are taxed on net, not gross. So when they had that much money, 
they would take that money and reinvest it back in their company to pay their employees so they would do better. They would do R&D to make their company more efficient. And then in turn, they made more money because they invested in themselves instead of stifling it and putting it overseas and pumping up their value of their company to not in the right way, but moving the money around to make it where they're the most profitable by eliminating as much overhead as possible with just in time inventory and things like that to make their shareholders happy. It's not about the shareholders because the shareholders is just a small piece of the pie. We have millions of people out there that are blue collar workers that are working. And it's unfortunate that you see Democrats turn their backs on them. And that's why Republicans get a bunch of blue collar workers that come in and vote against their own interests. And that just leads to the thing I always talk about of the stupid bipartisan two party system that we have that people don't give a fuck what they vote for. They just look for the R and the D. On the ballot. Uh, and that's why you see a lot of Republican women right now really pissed off, scratching their heads, wondering what the fuck is going on yeah. because they just lost as, <laughs> lost their rights to their body that I have. I guarantee, I promise you, Steve, I promise you a fucking bill saying that men have to get vasectomies would never, never pass. No, it wouldn't. And, um, you know... It's not going to stop with uh, abortions either. They're going to keep coming after other rights as well. Yeah, and that goes back to what we were talking about when, when uh, let me, I'm going to put that banner back up. Congress does something? With, uh, with the gay marriage and contraceptives. Yeah. The contraceptive bill. And I also uh, want to add, I, I don't know if you knew this, but uh, J.D. Vance, did you hear what he said about divorce? He wants, uh, it almost made it sound like he wants divorce to be illegal. Which is kind of insane. Oh, yeah. Wait, who said that? J.D. Vance. Um, yeah, he said uh, women or suggests women should stay in violent marriages because divorce makes kids unhappy. Mm-hmm. I, there is a video for it, but the, the audio. Sure. You know what? Divorce does make kids unhappy. Oh, but yeah. you know what also probably makes kids unhappy? Seeing their mom get by their the dad. shit beat out of them yeah. because they didn't do the dishes. Oh yeah. You know, so it's like, that's just absolutely bullshit. I'm looking at this right now, a uh, Senate Republicans block bill to would federally enshrine right to contraceptive. So the Senate Republicans actually blocked it. That is, yeah, that's not a surprise. I knew they would. So like, we, can't, we all knew they would. A 220, uh, it passed the house with a 228 to 195 vote, but it, failed in the Senate. How many of these fucking bastards voted again? I'm looking for the number. I can't find it, but it's absolutely insane to me that Republicans are blocking contraceptive bills. Yeah, I know. And rights to gay marriage. Like that one guy goes and votes against gay marriage and then goes to his son's marriage. Yeah, they're just hypocrites. And, you know, I, I've told you before, like, I don't <laughs> mind if um, someone's pro-life. Um, that's fine. You know, that's their opinion. Um, and I can, I guess I could sort of understand their argument. Um, but wouldn't you want contraceptives to be readily available? So, you know, abortions would just be minimal. And Yeah, exactly. Like as contraceptives have gotten more efficient and sex education has gotten better, we've seen fucking, uh, what's up bright and eyes? Bright and eyes is here. He's one of our, uh, how do you say it? Bright, bright and eyes. Yeah. He's in the comments. Okay. Wow. Uh, okay. Um, but yeah, it's uh, 
I lost my train of thought there for a second. What was I saying? What was I we saying? We were talking about contraceptives. We were talking about... Uh, yeah, as contraceptives have become more efficient, abortions have gone down. Yeah. Like, it peaked in the 90s, and we've seen it trending down, and not just like significant numbers. We're talking thousands and thousands of abortions that are trending down. Why would you want to stop that? I don't know. I just don't get it, other than just mm, anything Democrats do, bad. And it just goes to the fucking cancer we see in our congress and that's one thing that like i'm so pissed that i'm seeing the judicial system just overturn everything on its head but the response we're seeing is them forcing congress to actually do their fucking job which is good this which is good and bad because they should have been doing this in the fucking first place yeah exactly well i i you know these republicans are catering to such a small base too like i feel like most I don't have the numbers, but I feel like most Americans support contraceptive, and you know I know for a fact most well, Americans. Let's look it up real quick. Yeah, look it up. I, I know for a fact most Americans support gay marriage, and I just don't understand why these Republicans are, um, you know, trying to appease this extremist small fringe base. It makes no sense to me. So so. This is a uh, poll from 2018. It's just the first one I found. But 78% of adults in the United States, including 66% of Republicans and 93% of Democrats, consider birth control to be a basic part of women's health care. Now, that's birth control. That's not contraceptives. Mm -hmm. But birth control is technically a contraceptive. 78% of respondents, including 66% of Republicans and 93% of Democrats, think birth control should be considered a basic part of women's health care. 81% of those surveyed, including 72% of Republicans and 90% of Democrats, support policies that make it easier for people 18 and older to get full-range birth control methods. And so birth control is a contraceptive. Yeah, of course. And it's just, I'm assuming, now this is an assumption, guys, but if 78% of the country is for birth control... I can only assume that that number would go up if you made it more broad about contraceptives in general. That includes IUDs. That includes, uh, what's it called? Vasectomies. Vasectomies. It includes condoms. Fuck. I guess even the fucking pull and pray method would be a contraceptive, which, full disclosure, I am really good at that. Because yeah. <laughs> the only time I didn't give me a son. And, that, and that's what kills me, too, is like one time that it didn't happen. It's like, I'm, I'm pro-choice. Yeah. But guess what? When I had a child, I was pro-life. Yeah, I chose to be pro-life. Well, and that's what fucking kills me about the pro-life, pro-choice thing is that I think people, there's a disconnect with everyone that where it's like, if you say you're pro-choice, it doesn't automatically mean that you're like, I'm pro-choice. Oh, I'm pro-third term partial birth abortions. <laughs> and I think that babies, when they first, I think that when the baby first comes out, they pull it up by the leg and cut its neck like they would a a, a lamb sacrifice oh, 800 years ago. That's not what it means. (laughs) Being pro-choice means that I am okay with my choice and I'm okay with your choice. And that if you are 100% pro-life and that you even think individually that if your wife or daughter is raped or by your brother or an uncle or someone like in your family and it's an incestual rape that creates a baby, That's your choice to decide to let your wife or daughter carry that baby to term. Yeah, it's a key word. It's the it's, it's the, choice. the choice you chose. The uh, choice, Steve. Yeah, when your wife got pregnant, you chose to. Have we, the baby. Chose we both chose to keep it. Yeah, 
And but don't you tell me that we that the daddy government gets to make that choice for us. No. Fuck daddy government. <laughs> Thank you. The, yeah, the only thing, um, you know, you know this, but the only thing I want the government to do is keep us safe and um, get us better health care. You know. Yeah, better, you are. Better, you- better pay, you know, all that, all the standard leftist stuff. Yeah, ultimately, it's a real class issue. It's just I think anyone working 40 hours shouldn't have to let daddy government into his life at all. Yeah, you shouldn't have to get a second job. Whether you're working at McDonald's or fucking sweeping in a corner, and it could be the same goddamn corner. If you're putting in 40 hours a week, you shouldn't have to rely on the government for shit. Agreed. You should be able to be able to afford your own place to live, your own groceries. I shouldn't have to spend my taxes on somebody who is working all these hours <laughs> to turn around and subsidize them with my tax money. My tax money should be going to oh, things like in like uh, propping up more jobs for other people. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, like yeah, it shouldn't yeah. be giving money to companies like the NSA to spy on me and kneecap my own personal freedoms. I wish we had uh, receipts for what our taxes went to. You know what I mean? Like, what if you could get you get a pie chart and you get to draw it out yourself and whatever your taxes for that year, like you get, you know, like, oh, you're going to probably pay this much in taxes this year. What do you want it to go to? That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. The military wouldn't like that because all of a sudden their funding would get kneecapped probably to like 10 percent. I'd throw them some money. I, I, I think the military could be great. Like when you go up to uh, the Sulax here in Michigan, you know, it's one of the biggest uh locks in the country of uh ships coming out because like like the great lakes is actually one of the biggest heavy heavily trafficked place with freighters yeah, and yeah. inside the country outside of our outside borders and when you go there and you see the sulaks and you see these ships that are like four football fields long football fields long coming through and then all of a sudden all this water just raises so they can get to the next lake because there's like a 20 foot difference there used to be waterfalls there that chopped them out put the sulaks in and then in, on these Sulaks, there's a sign that says built by the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. And it's like, that's fucking great. Why can't our military be doing more things like that instead of just killing kids overseas in Syria where we have, I think we occupy like 70% of the country or something like that. And we're doing the same exact thing in Syria. They don't want us there that Russia is doing in Ukraine, but it's okay. Yeah, I would guess it's because there's no profit in it. Well, the Sulax is like a, it's one of the biggest, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's very, it's a lot, a lot of profit. Actually, there's, mi- there's billions and billions of dollars that travel through that port is the military industrial complex. Uh, I don't know. Do they well, they don't make any money, money on that because yeah, they already built why. it. Oh, yeah. a couple of trickled dollars here and there to uh, maintain it and stuff like that. But, oh, and I think it's probably actually, it's probably not even maintained by the army anymore. It's probably maintained by like some sort of like, like water authority or. Yeah, Transit I, I, authority, good old good old Buddha judge. I'll be. I don't even. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably. But you know, he fucking moved to Michigan. Yeah, right? I know. Uh, so I was looking this up the other day. I it's it's kind of scary, but I think his political aspirations are going to be coming here because when you move to Michigan, there's not any stipulations to become the governor. You only have to live here for like a year or something. Pete, I'm not going to vote for you, bro. Yeah, I'm not going to vote for you. You're a little twerp. Fuck you're a little you. twerp. And guess yeah. what? It doesn't make me a homophobic to say, fuck off. You don't get, you shouldn't be able to avoid or afford three months of fucking family medical leave. And my wife had to go back to work after six weeks. Yeah. You or your husband didn't have a fucking baby come out of your vagina. Yeah. So fuck said. you. <laughs> 
Yeah, was, did he move here already? Or is he yeah, they bought a house in Traverse City. Oh, God. Well, yeah. Whatever. I, I'm not voting for him if he runs for governor. So, which uh, I have something to say about that uh, governor race later. Oh, do you? Well, let's, let's well, get on it. We're already well, here. It's just um, something you guys talked about last week. I think it was part of Dan's monologue about um, voting based on fear. And it, it kind of reminded me of what you were talking about with how Democrats are funding extreme Republicans because they think they'll lose. And I don't know if you <laughs> Oh, you didn't say that, but the Serb hates a gay. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just say Pete. Regardless of sexual identity, I don't care if he's smoking pole or burying his face and snatch. Hey, stop bringing up identity politics. I'm, I know, I'm just, that way. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> stand well, down. Okay. Stand down. Yeah, oh yeah, do you like stand that? Down. Oh, you wrote it. I didn't even see that. Yeah, Corey, stand down. Stand down. And, and, and hear me out. Um, I lost my train of thought. Uh, so. Remember how we were talking about the governor race coming up in Michigan and you know, you, t- you, you watched the debate, right? Cause yeah. I think you told me about just how crazy uh, all the Republican candidates sounded. And I like looked up some clips and you know, they, they, they're all for, um, you know, s- saying that the election was stolen and I don't know, there's some other crazy shit. Then don't a lot of them want to make abortion illegal here. Oh yeah. They're all for the 1933 abortion bill yeah. in Michigan. And- so it's like, I'm like, Oh, well fuck now I gotta, I feel like I should vote for Whitmore now, you know? And, um, I'm not her biggest fan. She did some good things here. I saw I yeah. some credit. She did. Yeah, she did. Good she's, stuff. she's bettering my life personally. You know, yeah. I'm actually good. I'm getting free college because of her. Cause I worked during all the pandemic and stuff like that. College I have call. I have qualms that they're, you know, the, uh, a lot of stuff's getting brushed under the rug regarding the uh, the nursing homes yeah, and all yeah. that stuff going on. There's a bunch of fraud going on there that Dana Nessel isn't looking into. Dana Nessel gave Schneider a pass basically under the Flint thing. There's a lot of shit I don't like, but I'm not going to cut my nose off despite my face and vote yeah. for somebody worse. You know, yeah, that's a good point. And I was going to say, you know, as far as the Democrats funding these other Republicans, uh, you know, maybe... Um, Maybe some of them should win. I, I don't know. Maybe that'll fast track us on self-correcting the direction of this country. Who knows? Maybe but, you know because like it's dangerous. That's a dangerous game. It's it's a fucking super happen. dangerous game. And like going back to that, like for example, in Maryland, there's a Republican out there. He's either a representative or a or a uh, a senator, but he was one of the only fucking Republicans to vote to impeach Trump. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. But the Democrats think that they can get that seat from him, so they're going to prop up a crazy extremist who instead didn't want to vote to impeach Trump, but thinks that his election was stolen from him. Oh, great. Yeah. Perfect, right? No, not at all. And so instead of spending all this money to find fucking good candidates that can actually win, they'd rather just give a chance to fucking crazy ass bastards out there, which also pisses me off, Steve, because they're out there talking about right now, how January 6th, which was in my personal opinion, nothing more than any sort of other, uh, crazy protest or riot that happened the whole summer of the previous year. Right. Right. 
you know, just a bunch of fucking idiots being dumb. I can 100% say that unequivocally, thinking that all these people are fucking dumb and they completely ruined a good chance for a good raid into the Cong- into the Capitol when we yeah. actually should be going in there for something, right? For something better, yeah. Yeah, and it's, oh, look, she's stolen. Fuck out of here. Yeah, um, come on. But, uh, oh, I forget where I was going with that. What was I saying right before that, Dan? Steve. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna be honest. I don't remember either. Um, I was yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm getting you. I'm just getting you fucking plastered. Yeah, um, but yeah. So, oh man, I forgot where I was going with that. The Democrats. Yeah. So they're they're funding all these these crazies instead of actually putting people in that like, or instead of dealing with candidates who they might disagree with fundamentally, but that candidate that they disagree with. Isn't somebody who's trying to undermine our constitution. And it's just, it's, they could be spending all this money to find good candidates to help better the country. But instead they just want that power. They want those seats. And it's just the, the two party system is just absolutely gross. And you find out more and more that like the Democrats are just fucking nasty. And it's, and it pisses me off so much because so much of their party fundamentally I agree with with so much more like Republicans. Yeah. You know, like when, like when you like when someone asks you what's the difference between Republicans and Democrats, it's like, well, Republicans are the party of Liberty and the Democrats are the party of equality. <laughs> Independently, both of those words are good things. Yeah. But neither of them represent what they pretend to represent. No. At all. And that's what pisses me off. And that's what pisses Dan off. He's not here. He's out running around the woods doing whatever. Doing whatever. And whatever. So I got Steve here and I'm not upset about it. But I miss you, Dan. Oh, Steve. (laughs) The drunk, the sloppy Serb. I know. Come hang out. (laughs) I should have put the Corey Walsh in the sloppy Serb. Yeah. You know, God, you said Republicans. Is that, would they say they were the party of liberty? Because if that's the case, they tout that. Well, they, they have no uh right to tout that anymore with the way uh with the way they've been running things um they're very authoritarian they uh they always insert themselves into people's lives would you want a good example yeah i I would love a good example here let me let me uh let me share this with you real quick oh yeah i'm glad you yeah it's muted one second Uh, yeah Unmute that. Why is this page freezing, Steve? Why is this page doing this to me? Why is this going to happen? Why does this gotta happen to me? Oh my god. Anyways, so while this page reloads because it's being fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're actually on the topic of the Republicans supposed to be. The Party of Liberty. That's what they say. But why aren't they the Party of Liberty, Steve? Well, there's a lot of reasons why. Uh, where do you want me to start? They're theocratic. They uh, authoritarian. Um, I don't know. If you can't get that to play, should we just paraphrase what she says? I'm a Christian. Oh, it's playing right now. Okay. I'm a Christian. How many Christians do we have here? So you see, I also call myself a Christian nationalist, and that's not a bad. She calls herself a Christian nationalist, and that's not a bad thing. 
Except I don't know why this is freezing on me. I was gonna say, is it and that's not a bad. Oh, uh, you, you, you. Word. That's actually a good thing, right? Ah, uh, this is frustrating. Right, I'm gonna pause this. There's nothing yeah. wrong with leading with your in with your faith because we, oh, there we should go. lead with our faith. Oh my gosh. Technical difficulties. Oh man. Ah, oh, jeez. Oh, so, geez. anyways, I'm gonna let this load up real quick. Some more. Um, yeah, go ahead and drink yeah. some more while we figure this out. Yeah. Um, it's probably because we're streaming on two computers in my house. That makes sense. I think my wife's home and she's probably streaming Pro. fucking toy cars for Corey. He just loves watching kids play with cars on YouTube. Really? It's, yeah. Wait, it's, that's it's, a thing. That's a thing, dude. Oh my god. Yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> Holy shit, that's wild. I know he loves it. He okay, can't get enough. Good for him. I understand. How many persons I watch. do we have here? All right, here we go. Here it is. So you see, I also call myself a Christian nationalist. She calls herself and a Christian nationalist, a and that's not a bad thing. That's actually a good thing. It's a right? good thing. And there's nothing wrong with leading with your in with your faith because we should lead with our faith because if we're doing that then we're doing the right thing. Doesn't mean we're perfect. It just means we're doing the right thing. And I think that's what the Republican Party needs to be about. So the Republican Party, the party that is supposed to be the party of liberty, is supposed to force their religious views down your throat, Steve. Okay, here's my biggest problem. Well, I have a lot of problems with this, but you and me are fans of history. We both love American history. You know, the founding fathers did not intend a theocracy at all. Um, and I don't know. Yeah, it's super important because, and this is why, when the founding fathers separated religion from government, not only did they keep religious theocracy from influencing our government, they also stopped our government from trying to influence your religious theocracy. They're two separate entities by design. And it's supposed to be that way because if one fucks with the other one, then this isn't a free country. Right. And well, I was also Robbie, Robbie, uh, Robbie, uh, put a, a puke emoji. I shared that. And then he said, uh, that, yeah, the founding fathers knew the government would over control. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. one, that's one thing that I love about our constitution. And sometimes yeah. it's frustrating because it gets in the way of trying to do any advancement. We're the only constitutional government in the world that is by design there to restrict the government. Most of those laws is about the government, not fucking with you. First right. amendment yeah. government can't fuck with you on your freedom of speech, your assembly or religion. Second government. Here's a gun. <laughs> If they try, you can tell them to fuck off. Right. Third Amendment. Oh, man, I always forget the third one. It's uh, the no quartering. No, qu- no yeah. quarter given, yeah. No that, hey, given. guess what? No matter what, the government can't just post up in your house. The fourth one. Oh, hey, by the way, the government can't just take your shit and go and get in your shit and mess with your stuff without due process. Fifth one. Guess what? You can tell the government that you're going to shut the fuck up and you can't fuck with them. And like, that's literally what everything is. And then yeah. the ninth one, it goes on to the ninth where they're like, oh, and by the way, any right that we didn't explicitly give you, you also have. So keep telling them just to fuck off. Well, I think they just need to stop pretending to be um, 
you know, um, give me the power. I'm ban- I'm banning all consumption of dairy and vitamins. Everyone chill atrophy. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, that, uh, Robbie, that's funny you say that because I literally was up, I was up North kayaking this weekend and this girl, and I think she said it was a joke that she heard in a stand up, but she, I don't know where she goes. Oh, you think, you think the economy's bad now? Wait till I get my hands on it. <laughs> just like, what is that even supposed I don't to mean? Know. I was gonna ask, what does she mean by that? It's just oh, really God. funny. It's just like a, an, an ominous threat, like Robbie Jesus. made. <laughs> you think it's bad now? Wait till I get a hold of it. God, I know. I can imagine what I would do with it. You just do your best, and that's all the same. My best, but with good intentions. But yeah, I don't know what the fuck. You think I'm it would go to shit? Yeah, probably. I don't yes, know. in this economy, yeah, I just I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, they, they should, uh, they need to stop invoking, uh, the founding fathers and, um, yeah, if you're going to invoke the founding fathers, then at least do what they say, because right now fucking Hamilton Jackson, Jackson's not even a founding father. He's like around like 60 years later, but all of them would be probably be calling half of these fuckers out for a duel. Yeah, and Hamilton would lose, and so would his son. But <laughs> well, I mean, the the Republican Party has just become really vile and uh, well, evil, in my opinion. Their whole uh, platform is just to stop Democrats. Yeah, and, and um, you know, I was telling you uh, for the past uh, several weeks, I think uh, I'm just sick of the two party system. Um, I just think we should stop voting for these people. Yeah, just start yeah. voting third party. We have elections coming up. Just and this is coming from someone who was a Democratic delegate a few years back. Oh yeah, did I ever tell you my experience with that? No, no, no. Well, I, I went to. Uh, well, you guys signed me up for. <laughs> yeah, we voted for you. I voted for a Democratic. Oh, you're, the, the, you're like the only Democrat I've ever voted for. No, so a, a delegate. Um, uh, so. It's, you're basically like a glorified gopher. You, you do like a lot of. Uh, he goes, no more taxes. You pay what you want fixed, and I'll spend it on blow. <laughs> and a boy. There you go. But yeah, like a, a delegate, they just you're just supposed to go, um, you know, knock on doors and, and um, campaign for, you know, uh, the, you know, what are they called? My English is really bad right now because of whiskey. The you just knock on the doors. Politicians are running for office. Yeah. Incumbents, candidates, candidates. Yeah, that's the word I was thinking. Well, anyway, um, like when I was at some of these meetings, man, like I met a lot of like the loco, loco, uh, loco. Uh, <laughs> um, Drink some more of that whiskey, Steve. Uh, I met a lot of the Democrats. Uh, <laughs> you do. I love how you do. You're like, all right. <laughs> anyway, I met a lot of the Democrats that were in office back then. This was 2016. And like a lot of people were just like talking about like, oh yeah, we got to make sure the Democrats win. And it just made me kind of feel sick inside. And this is after Bernie got screwed over by the. Wait, uh, Robbie, did I call you Dan? Did I call Robbie Dan? You're calling everybody Dan. Hey, what's up, Dan? Hey, Dan. I called Dan. I called. So I was a guest on Robbie's show on the podcast. I listened to it. And I called him Dan probably like six times. Oh, you called him Dan? Yeah, on his show. He's like, I'm not Dan, Corey. Oh, and like in the beginning, he actually said this nice thing. He goes, you know, one thing I like about my show is when people say my name. <laughs> and he goes, I like it when people say my name. Like, hey, Robbie, how's it going? And I was like, I could do that. And then I literally accidentally called him Dan the whole goddamn time. <laughs> oh, you just got Dan on the mind today. I don't know. Ryan just texted me and he said, Sterling Fest, we're coming. Don't worry. Calm down. Stand down. Stand down. Stand down. Stand down. Stand down. Stand down. Uh, yeah. 
Oh yeah, the, the Delia thing. I was just yeah. getting that like it, it was just kind of gross how they were very partisan, which I guess makes sense. They're Democrats, but I don't know. I didn't like it. it Go on, do all weird. this free work for us. Oh, dude, they were so convinced Hillary was going to win, and they were like, "Oh, whoa, what if Trump wins?" Oh. The, the next meeting is going to be very sad. They're like, oh, that's not going to happen, though. And I never, I should have went to the next Oh, uh, you should have. I didn't. Just I'm to just watch like, the freak oh, out. I didn't, well, I didn't want to be around them anymore. The, a lot of them I love, friendly, but. I love how Trump is such a threat to democracy and that he is the worst thing that happened to our country since the Civil War and all of this shit, right? Yet, the Democrats are so afraid of him, they're spending more money than Republicans are on their fringe candidates. Oh, God, I know. So what is it? <laughs> I don't know. What is it? Which one is it? They don't know. How come no one's been charged with insurrection? It's all been the same type of charges that everyone got the previous summer. Yeah, man, I don't know. I, Like I said, I, I just think people should start voting third party um hey robbie listen listen (laughs) robbie (laughs) i said it right that time oh wow uh i don't want everyone to stop voting we just are sick and tired of the stranglehold of the two parties yeah and a lot of states have restrictions on third parties so if you live in that state yeah they have just like closed ballot uh primaries and you can like yeah if you live in states like that try to try to fix that get rid of that uh ranked choice voting is another good option to go the the, uh i think that's the best the federal court system the supreme court right now is giving everyone the tools to do that they're taking i mean they're taking away the power of the federal government and throwing it back local so like It's throwing everything into a crazy turmoil right now, but in all reality, it is giving more power to the people to vote more local and focus on things in their in their own area, which in all reality, that's how it should be because like my votes for my local stuff here have a way bigger effect on me in a way quicker pace than anything I vote for federal. Yeah. You yeah, know, and then they focus on local. And I tell people that first get into politics too, like just focus on the local stuff, pay attention Dude. to the, to the, the broad spectrum on the macro scale, yeah. but it's like the stuff locally, like don't fall for the, you know, it doesn't fucking matter what's happening in California to you in your small city here in like a 60,000 population here in fucking Romeo. Right. Well, especially with uh, direct ballot initiatives, those things are awesome, man. Some states don't have that. Do, uh, yeah, I think um, Michigan hasn't. It's that's the it's dude, the only way uh, we get anything done here. It's awesome. I love it. I mean, we, that's how we legalized weed. We got rid of gerrymandering. Oh God, we did. We legalized weed. We got rid of weed. We got. We get <laughs> me too, Corey. We got. <laughs> <laughs> We legalized weed, we got rid of gerrymandering, and uh, we're about to make uh, abortions legal here. Yeah. And that's all of us with direct democracy. That isn't leaving it up to a bunch of representatives. Yeah. I imagine if, like, all states had that option. Oh, man. That would be so awesome. I I hope they... uh... See, I love how Robbie's on the same page. He goes, political parties are a joke. Welcome to the simulation, which is an industrial system set for workers and big business, not citizens or personal. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the thing that sucks is, uh, as humans, we're just so tribal. I feel like political parties are inevitable. So, like with ranked choice voting, at least we have the option of getting other parties in power. Right. As much as that sucks, I, I yeah, there's different things that you can uh, that you get a hundred dollar tax credit and you get to choose which party it goes to. There's yeah. no more contribution; just every citizen chooses where their hundred dollars go. Yeah. There's different things we can do. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, money and politics. I love so cocaine. He's <laughs> he's Roxy, the rocks and roll clown. <laughs> I love cocaine. Oh man. Um. So Amazon is on an ever never ending monopoly quest. And are you surprised? No, not at all. They just bought uh, a primary care provider called One Medical for three point nine billion. So now they have a huge stake in the medical industry. That's kind of scary. They own a big stake in the film industry with MGM. Mm-hmm. They own a big stake in the food industry with Whole Foods. Yeah, yeah. And now they're hopping into this. And no one's batting an eye at this company, who is now arguably the biggest company that's ever existed, to where 100 years ago, when this was happening with a fraction of the size of a company with like oil and railroads and stuff like that, are, you know, a Republican, a good Republican, Teddy Roosevelt came in speaking softly with a big stick and beat the shit out of him and broke him all up. He was the trust buster. Yeah, he was awesome. And instead, we're just letting it just fucking fester and get bigger and bigger and bigger. It's really scary. Yeah. Uh, God, how many companies does Amazon own now? Oh, fuck. What Probably. do they own? They own Audible. They own Goodreads. They own, they own Goodreads. Washington Post. Yeah. They own uh, MGM. They own now One Medical. Oh, man. They own Whole Foods. Like what? I don't. I don't get it. Like, like it, it's 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 shitty too. It pisses me off because Amazon is a business that could be set up to literally just just put an adrenaline shot into small businesses. It's a platform that everyone goes to that like a bunch of small businesses could thrive on and do stuff right. But they make so many stipulations for small businesses that they regulate them out of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, as in our company, we deal with them and like the stipulations they have for their business is absolutely absurd. It's nothing like Etsy where someone just buys something and you're like, I have it. Yeah. And go on. And on top of that, the way they treat their workers, they're trying to like the biggest company, like they're trying to union bust, like, fuck off like it's just absolutely insane don't, don't they have like a high turnover turnover rate uh with their workers I oh yeah they do i mean what are they gonna do when they people get fired work? by techs well at some, at some point they're just gonna run out of workers then what are they gonna do probably build robots yeah just they just go workers. automated I mean, Amazon's cool sometimes. I mean, that's how I got AOC on the show right here. Yeah, no, it's the same. Like, uh, like, the idea of it is great. They're, they're way too big. And I wouldn't be okay with them being that big if all their employees were paid a decent wage. Ah, uh, God. Isn't there, like, a few more Amazon warehouses that are unionized now? I don't know how the... I know that's I something I need to look into. I didn't look into it this week. I know that there's still a bunch of movement with that. Christian Smalls is still working. But you know who awesome, is, like, dude. is... uh unionizing like crazy is starbucks i was just gonna bring that up isn't it over 200 stores now yeah dude that's amazing it is well what when did they start doing that like a year ago yeah and already they're at 200 yeah they're going bonkers yeah man i love you know like the way i look at it when it's a worker that someone works at starbucks or mcdonald's or something like absolutely let them unionize because it's either going to be coming out of my pocket and tax subsidies to make the rents meet or it's going to be a billion dollar company covering their expenses by paying them a living wage i love that point which yeah. one do you want it's yeah. it's one of the two like the person needs a place to live they need food they need their basic amenities covered it's either going to be a billion dollar company by a guy named jeff bezos who owns a bunch of yachts who has to go to a city and have them rebuild a bridge so he can get it out or my mediocre wage and my taxes 
Yeah. It's a tough question. Tough question, Steve. <laughs> Such a tough question. Yeah, no, I don't know. Um, what was the question? Hey, who do you want? Who do you want to pay for the substitute? Oh yeah. Um, I, I I think. Oh, adjusting my mic. How is it? I don't know. He says your mic isn't on. Oh. All of a sudden, you can't hear him. Ooh, that's not good. Uh oh. Oh no. How about now? How about now, Robbie? How about now? So many uh, technical difficulties today. I can hear you in my headphones. Yeah, you might know. just be quiet. I might have to boost you up and yeah, post. Boost, boost me up. It's the if I'm quiet, it's it's the whiskey. Now um, it works. Now, it son works. of a yeah, bitch. Yeah. Hopefully, I'll be able to hear him and really prop it up and post. Because I'm probably gonna have to do that too. Because Dan's doing some soul searching out in the woods. Anyway, I love your point about either um, you know let them unionize or uh, you know or that's gonna have to come out of our pockets. It's one or the other. I mean, yeah. Absolutely. And also, I'm really troubled, you know, how people just like look down on them like, you know, they, they provide a service for us. You know, want to go get coffee, go get coffee. That that shit's uh, hard to make. Um, you know, same with McDonald's. You're hungry. They provide food for you. You know, treat them with a little bit of respect. You know? <coughs> You're right, because everyone freaked out the minute when COVID happened and they were all closing a little bit early. Yeah, all of a sudden, everyone lost their mind. All of a sudden, they're essential workers. Yeah, not anymore. Though. Heroes work here. Yeah, heroes work here. Heroes work here. <laughs> oh God. Well, all right, Steve, we have one more for you that I figured. I hope it's a good one. All right. All right. So Alzheimer's. What do you know about Alzheimer's? Uh, I know it's a, a horrible disease. Well, I want you to forget everything about Alzheimer's. Okay. <laughs> It's going to be easy for the Alzheimer listeners. All right. <laughs> That's a spicy one. <laughs> Don't remember this. So in 2006, there was a study that came out saying that uh, it was called like AB star five or whatever. And it's a, it's a clump of plaque that is in your brain tissue. And they say that this was the primary cause of the devastating illness. So, for, so there's okay. been billions and billions of dollars spent on researching this and trying to create medicine to fight plaque, right? Okay. Well, after billions of dollars and about 15 years of research later, a hundred of the hundred and thirty there's a hundred of the hundred and thirty medicines that have been patented, researched, and made to fight Alzheimer's isn't based on this plaque. Yet 99% of all the medicines made to fight Alzheimer's don't work. So this guy named, let me see if I can find his name. And Matthew Schrag, he's a physician at Vanderbilt university. And he got a call by, from a couple of attorneys who are investigating an experimental drug called Simufilam. And they're like, this drug ain't working. There's a bunch of money going to it from the NIH. We don't understand what's going on. So okay. he looked into it. All right. So this original study that has been used as the basis for billions of dollars and 10 years of research saying that the plaque is what's causing uh, uh, Alzheimer's, there's a very high chance that it's fraudulent and this person manipulated their research. Really? So for the last 10 years, we've been going in the wrong direction for Alzheimer's research. Wasn't their research peer reviewed? 
kind of, but it was by the NIH, and it was a co-author, who the co the director, the co-director of the NIH. Yeah, you know, Fauci's friend uh, was the co-author of the original study. So okay. he just keeps throwing money at it, and then in the 2020, 2021, when this guy Matthew Schrager was trying to bring up, like, whoa, hold on, this craziness is going on. Yeah, they completely ignored it and kept spending billions of dollars on the research in the other direction. But now it's showing that they might have manipulated the research and they might have actually like did Photoshop on the images and it was straight fraudulent. And so what we've done is we've wasted billions of dollars and 10 years of research to where it could have gone in different directions and really tried to fight this issue that's like debilitating. And like, have you ever seen someone with, with Alzheimer's go down that road? Not personally. It's fucking gross. I know someone personally that might still be alive if it wasn't all fucked up like this. You know, I thought this was going to be like a, a happy story for a minute. Like, I thought you were about to tell me they found like a cure for it. No, I told you be... that this one's going to bring rage. Wow. Well, yeah. Trust the know. science, I Steve. Thought, thought... Hey, Steve. Trust the science. <laughs> or Don't you... question it. Well, that's why that's why things have to be peer reviewed. That's why I asked. If it that's was. why you don't trust the fucking science and you question it every chance you get. <laughs> yeah, that's what peer review is. Yeah, yeah. You're literally supposed yeah. to debunk. You don't trust science. You do your best to debunk it. Yeah. Exactly. Science is proven wrong by better science all the time unless government bureaucracies and money get in the way. God, that's such a fucking shame. It's man. sad. Yeah. Billions sick, of dollars dude. and 10 years. 15 years of research, so 2006, 2016, 10, 18 years of research just going in the wrong direction. All the biggest funding, like I said, like all the big medicines coming out, 100 of the 130 are based on this science. Throw the book at them. What are you supposed to do? I don't know, man. Uh, Probably nothing is going to happen to them, but I hope it does. That's, uh, That's fucked up. That's dark, dude. Jesus Christ. It's all about the money, man. I don't Lesney. Really, I don't know. L-E-S-N-E is the guy's name who did this. And even... the co-author of it is now the director of uh, operations or the uh, whatever his name is. And when they asked for him to talk about it, he uh, he did not respond. I'm going to be honest. I'm Neither really, did Lesney. I'm really speechless. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> Dude, That's, it's just uh, in this, and it's so it's insane to me too. This kid, this guy who found all this was just homeschooled. He went to college, community college at sixteen, and he found this these uh, inconsistencies in the research. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, it's gross. Uh, yeah, it's more than gross. That's um, well, that's evil. Jesus Christ, that's so fucked up. So we're back to so we're back now to 2006 and we were in Alzheimer's studies. But I guess the silver lining, billions of dollars and 18 years later, I think it's pretty clear that maybe it's not the plaque on the brain. Yeah. <laughs> so let's, I guess let's spend another billions of dollars and another 10 years on another fucking uh, uh, fucking what do you want to call wild goose chase i'm assuming okay they were making profit off this oh yeah there was grants and stuff going to these small research facilities but i don't want to say that any of them were in bad faith they were doing their studies based on something else they go okay well then this is the problem let's do everything we can to get rid of this plaque yeah and they were all doing it a bunch of people were shaking their heads wondering why the hell it wasn't working come on scientists (laughs) because this was 
the Bible in the science community. And this is why you don't trust the science. You question the science constantly. This is the perfect example. This is what pissed me off under COVID when people like me and Dan were simply asking, like, what about ivermectin? And we were being called crazy. I remember I'm that, willing yeah. to admit now, guess what? There was actually studies about ivermectin. It didn't work. Great. Now I fucking know that ivermectin didn't work. I just wanted people to, I just wanted to know if it did or not. Yeah. We're uh, grasping at straws. Thousands of people were dying every day. We should be throwing the book at every single goddamn thing that we're doing. Agreed. But yeah. instead, if you ask any question outside of the box, it's either a vaccine, then you're a fucking Q-tard. Just wear a mask. Yeah, just wear a mask, bro. <laughs> Never mind about being healthy and vitamin C and zinc and doing all this stuff or dia- uh, diaphragmatic breathing. Like, never mind all that stuff. Never mind monochloral antibodies. Never mind any of that. Vaccine. That's the only answer. Yep. Let's get the vaccine. Let's get the I, vaccine. I, I, I got the Which you are. Yeah, and so is Dan. You're vaxxed. Yeah. You're vaxxed and everything. And that's fine. The vaccines have saved lives. But there's other ways to do things. There's more than one way to skin a cat. Steve yeah. would know. What, what? Which part? <laughs> <laughs> Skinning cats. I love my cats. I'll never do that. <laughs> Oh man! Well, I think I think, we, uh, I think we I think we covered everything we can. Me and Steve are gonna go dance our asses off in a beer tent at Sterling Fest. Yeah, I'm gonna try not to fall over with all the whiskey you fed me. Oh, I got you, fucking hammered. Yeah, it's, it's been a while. I mean, I'm not hammered, you know, but you know, the whiskey's in my bloodstream or whatever. I'm not pretty pretty tipsy. We're gonna go celebrate and drink some beers. Celebrate good times. Come on. I'm ready to be outside. Yeah, I'm ready to be outside. If you guys enjoyed the show, you can find Libservative on all your social media and podcast platforms. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us uh, at Libservative. You can find us on Twitter and Twitch at Libservative Pod and on Instagram at Libservative Pod. You can reach out to us directly at Libservativepod at gmail.com. You can read our monologues, which I did not write one this week. You can find all of our monologues at libservativepodcast.wordpress.com. You can find our actual website at libservativepodcast.podpage.com. Like, follow, and share. Tell a friend where you heard these little fancy little tidbits of information that piss you off or make you happy. And come and join the conversation. Um, Until next time, we are out of here. Bye. You got anything to say? Actually, before we go, do you have anything to say to the the audience, Steve? Uh, just what I was saying earlier, vote third party. Um, you know, uh, I, I should, unless they're shitty, don't just, uh, yeah, yeah, unless they're shitty. Um, you know, don't, um, you know, I know a lot of conservative Republican people, you know, pretty good people. Don't fall for your party's bullshit. Just vote third party. Okay. And we're done with this shit, right? Well, I'm done with we're it. all done with the two party system. It's garbage. It doesn't work. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And, you know, AOC's AOC is again. <laughs> AOC is saying goodbye. And we are out of here. The great fundamental issue now before our people. We, the people, cannot turn back. Somebody
we must leave or else the fight would not be made at all.